quality high. Mm. Um, when do you know you're rich? Me personally? Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you. I think if you can build your own island, that to me is like rich. Oh, rather than buy one. Like, yeah. just make one. Like, just... <laughs> yeah, just like fucking... Who's Superman's arch nemesis? Lex Luthor. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Didn't he, like, build an island of kryptonite or something in one of the films? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that well-versed on Superman, but that sounds like something he'd do. Yeah, it was one of the... I think it got a bad reception in the film, but it was a film where a touch of kryptonite touched Superman, and he was, like, hospitalised in a coma. Oh, yeah. But and when then there's, he like, an the island, island of something. kryptonite, he just picked it up and took it to space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an island? Yeah, you know, like... Yeah, it's like, what are the, like shapes game when you're a kid. Like yeah. A small circle through a big square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a big circle? up oh, five. That's <laughs> a massive amount. Well, um, richardwilliamsmastermind.com says it's when you can buy a $380,000 handbag. And there's um, lots of other articles on this richardwilliamsmastermind.com. Right. Um, three things you should do every day if you want to be more likable. Number one, don't make a fucking website like this. Yeah. <laughs> It came up as a Facebook ad. I was just like, Richard Williams Mastermind. I was like, I've got to check this out. The whole, page, the whole page is two tabs. One tab is a list of articles that he's written. And the other is this. Hi, everyone. My name's Richard Williams. And I like to write about success, success stories and making it in life. I hope you enjoy my small blog. Right. So he spent like money to Facebook. And apparently I'm the target audience. I don't know what that would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he did this thing about... How the girl, how a girl ran away with a Russian circus and is now becoming the next Walt Disney, which is just useless. Like it's a, <laughs> such a pointless article, but I found some entertainment in reading it. Act one: All articles have acts, right? Um, at the age of fourteen, she joined the Russian circus with an aunt and uncle. She wanted to become a, an aerial artist, but she was told her hips were too wide. Oh, the only job available was juggler. I didn't want to become a juggler, she said. <laughs> but I guess I'm going to have to be a juggler. All right, okay. She spent hours practicing. <laughs> and then she started to see the benefits of hard work. Wait a minute. She ran <laughs> off with the circus at a point where she could do fuck all. And then she learned how to be 14. a circus. Yeah. 14. 14 is like, yeah, the most impressionable age to be a circus. Yeah. <laughs> she tried to be an elephant. Didn't go very well. <laughs> Hips aren't wide enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the age of 16, she joined Ringling Brothers in the US, but soon discovered that circus life in America wasn't as prestigious as it was in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I know about the Russian circus is apparently it doesn't treat its bears very well. That's the only no. thing I've ever heard of the Russian circus. Well, they don't circus. treat any of the animals very well, really. <laughs> in general, like, with the, yeah, with the bears, they take their claws out and they take their teeth out. So they're just, like, flailing piles of fur. But that's kind of arguably acceptable if you're going to be fighting it on a regular basis, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like saying you shouldn't take the fangs out of snakes. Not kind of acceptable if you like bears. Like, I'd rather you just left it where it was rather than, like, completely... Not emasculate, that's the that's the wrong word. But like, <laughs> I haven't got any nails! <laughs> we can't fucking do anything. Like, you can't you can't rehab ripped out fingernails like they, they, they don't grow back can no longer play the banjo no <laughs> <laughs> you let, let, gave him a bike <laughs> and a car they gave a bear a car like the bear's driving a car in the Russian circus <laughs> oh yeah you can drive but can he catch wild salmon as easily no yeah but if, if someone came up to me tomorrow and was just like look you can either drive or you can have teeth what would you rather I'd probably stick with teeth if the choice was like if well, you have a car, you can go to drive throughs Yeah, but you can't eat anything. You can. You can eat without teeth. You can, you can have a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Would you rather have a milkshake or <laughs> something chewy? Yeah. <laughs> a fruit pastel. <laughs> um, and then the age of 19, uh, she followed a boyfriend to LA to try and use her juggling to pursue her acting career. Nice. <laughs> Uh, in 2006, she discovered YouTube, uh, where she put up videos of her juggling. Uh, she becomes Walt Disney. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the second act. All right. Um, 
where she started to... Uh, I remember watching YouTube and being so mesmerised and not understanding why I like it, but it's this new medium where somebody's talking to me while I'm sitting on the toilet, and I'm actually <laughs> connected to that person. A famous Walt Disney quote. Yeah. Um, a light bulb went off. She changed her name to Olga K and began posting her own juggling videos and then started creating videos about her life. It's the end of Act 2. Oh, right, okay. I can't remember what happens Act. Act 3 is like the... Act 3 is meant to be... Yeah. Everything comes The end of Act 2, there's meant to be some sort of climax uh, or a downfall or something, and then Act 3 is like the the rebuild. The rebuild. So the... Ca- the but nothing's gone wrong for in, her so far. Yeah, she's just started yeah. watching YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Act 3, Sock Visionary. Riveting. Uh, Kay decided she needed to change course again. I remember thinking, I don't want to be 60 years old, turning on the camera and being like, hey guys, today I'm wearing this kind of lipstick. What? Because like, she's a YouTube star now. Well, why aren't you juggling? <laughs> well, old age arthritis. I switched Dementia. from juggling to just wearing lipstick. <laughs> Alzheimer's juggling. Walking away. Um, like many YouTube stars, Kay partnered with retailers to promote their merchandise. <laughs> juggling merchandise. Uh, but she did not. She didn't like not have. She didn't like not having control over product quality or customer service. Of juggling products. Fans <laughs> would complain about something they bought that she promoted. And I just sat at home knowing that there's nothing that I could do. Uh, right. The only solution was to do it herself. So she started, you know, I'll make my own my own products okay. as, a, as a professional juggler. Good stuff. First, she had to think of a unique product. What would her fan base of young women and teenage girls be willing to buy? So she must have like branched out from juggling at some point. Yeah. I remember thinking, well, you know, I like socks. So... <laughs> So she and she really liked knee high socks, but how could she differentiate herself? One day it hit her: my socks have to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> I love that realization. <laughs> what if they're alive? <laughs> Fucking socks. Um. So in 2014, Kate used her entire savings of twenty thousand dollars. To create moosh walks, named after after Moosh, her cat. They're socks with ears and faces. Socks have names, backstories, and personalities. And socks that don't look like any particular animal, but are a hybrid of dogs, cats, birds, and pigs. And socks. <laughs> I assume. It's just a sock with a with Percy Pig on it. Genius. Walt Disney. <laughs> so much anti-Semitism you know, thrown in. <laughs> Oh yeah, mice. No mice. Yeah, it, it was again. It's just this ridiculous website trying to get clickbait. Be like, oh, the next Walt Disney. Yeah, this girl's making socks. All right, I'm glad I clicked. You've got to ball them up before you can juggle them. You can't just juggle <laughs> socks. Well, I think there's an image of her juggling with mannequin legs with those socks on. Oh, which right, must okay. be pretty traumatic for the socks. Yeah, if you imagine, I don't, I don't if think they, they need to be alive. So, <laughs> yeah. And now you're going to juggle them. They get travel sick. I don't think Goofy or Pluto would have been too happy about being strangled and thrown in the air repeatedly. No, no, no. <laughs> it would have changed the feel of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a fucking fucking weird article. Um, it's weird. There's one thing that I, I thought was funny when I was coming here, and then I just googled it to go, to get a bit more information, and was like, oh god. No, that's not funny. That's horrific. <laughs> so, um, in the early hours of this morning, there's uh, there's a big tower fire yeah, yeah. in uh, in London, um, and it's it's truly horrific. Yeah. Like, um, I think so far, twelve people have died and sixty four people are in hospital, with more people on the way. Just hundreds unaccounted for. Yeah. Essentially, so and I mean, like... I mean, like it's really horrific. Yeah. Like, there's a, a story about a woman who um, grabbed her six children and like took them out. And when she got to the exit, she only had four. Ugh. And like, she's like, and it was worded weird. I was trying to make it funny. I was like, can't make that funny. Nah. That's pretty fucking horrific. Yeah. Um, there's another one about um, a woman throwing her baby out of a 10 story window to be caught by, and, and was successfully caught <laughs> Christ. by a passerby. Not a passerby, yeah. but someone yeah. down there, not just a <laughs> child's way to work. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and there's loads of criticisms about um, 
the safety protocol because apparently they were warned it was a fire hazard yeah. a while ago. There was, there was some minister that was sitting on it for years. Yeah, and there was like fire exit safety information that said, in the case of a fire, just stay in your apartment. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And, and, and it's like, you know, fire goes up. Right? Yeah. There's no and it's it's really horrific. Well, yeah, there was only like one exit from the building or something like that. Yeah. So it's like, well, if that's engulfed, you're fucked. Yeah. Anyway. The, literally people jumping out of windows and stuff. Yeah. Preferring to have broken bones when they land. Yeah. Like, truly horrific story. Yeah. But I read a, 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 an eyewitness account that I thought was quite benign, which was you had all that horrific story stuff going on. And then she was like, yeah. And, you know, when I came along, there was like polystyrene just blowing out of everywhere. It's like so much polystyrene just blowing out of the windows. And I, 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 I didn't know what to say. Okay. And I was like, that seems a bit. That's a weird remark to make. Yeah. Then I remembered Fight Club, which is polystyrene when melted down turns into napalm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so while she was saying, like, in quite a weird, quirky way of, like, why are you telling us this? You yeah. kind of go, oh, it's because it's going to burn more people. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I tried to make funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I Googled it. I found out more and I still brought it up. So I'm I'm brave. Yes. <laughs> Stunning and brave. <laughs> on, to, on, to, on to more news. Um, I, I, I'm not good with Greek, but um, Panapolis, I believe is his name, was mm. born in Greece, emigrated to Canada in 1954. <clears throat> Fame's guy. He told numerous news media that he made his first Hawaiian pizza in six, 1962 at a restaurant in Chatham, Ontario, after wondering if canned pineapple might make a tasty topping. Some have disputed his claim to being the originator of the Hawaiian pizza. Uh, but Prime Minister Justin Trudeau this year issued a lighthearted tweet of support referring to the dish as a delicious southwestern Ontario creation. He was responding to a joking suggestion by Iceland's president, Gudni Johansson, that pineapple pizzas should be banned. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a really stupid topic that loads of people are really opinionated on. Yeah. About having pineapple have, on pizza yeah. or not. Like, it's, it's the stupid, like, oh, delete your account. Or, yeah. no, fruit should be on pizza. It's like, well, tomatoes on pizza. But, yeah, yeah, yeah but not fruit. <laughs> All right. Tomato is a fruit. But um, the, the originator of the pineapple pizza, the Hawaiian pizza, died, basically. And it was, this was like his obit. It's like, oh, in memory of the pineapple king. Yeah. And. <laughs> Um, one of Panapolis's sons described his father as a dedicated family man who wasn't looking to get famous. <laughs> like, well, yeah, he made a pizza. More fool him, because <laughs> now everybody knows his name. Yeah, he was the original Breaking Bad. What's it, P- Panopolis? <laughs> <laughs> the pineapple guy. Uh, Bill Panopolis said he didn't want to... <laughs> Oh, how two cultures merge. <laughs> Bill Panopoulos said he didn't want to comment further, adding the Hawaiian pizza story and his immigrant story were his father's to tell. He's, he's dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ask him. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll look into Bill. <laughs> yeah, you know, Bill Panopoulos. Yeah. Son of the inventor of the pineapple pizza. <laughs> Who's never referred to as his name. Yeah, it's just Panopolis, the pineapple guy. <laughs> Must be weird to put something on a pizza and then become the national <laughs> treasure. We well, say like Margarita. Margarita pizzas were named after a queen, and she just—I think she just liked cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I think she just—I I think she just told them what she wanted on it, and then that was it. And it became like some fucking national dish in Italy or <laughs> wherever the fuck it is. And it's, but it's the most. It's the most annoying of pizzas to... And like, it's not like they made it specifically for her, for all of her glory. It's almost like she was like, I don't want any mushrooms on it. Yeah. No, I want that, but with no pepperoni. <laughs> I want that. What the, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Oh, just what? But no onion. You know, I don't want any salt. Just so fucking ridiculous. It's like, I, just give I, her cheese. Yeah, I want a pizza. What do you want, what do you want on it? Uh, tomato and cheese. Yeah, yeah. What what do you want on it? Like that's that is a that is the base of the pizza. Now add some toppings. When I was a kid, um, we had uh, there was this weird kid who I never, I never really fr- I, I was never really friends with, but we kind we kind of knew him. He 
I think the way to sum him up, he's, he's a bit of a weird kid. He was a right guy, but he's a bit of a weird kid. The way to sum him up was I had um, I had like a premeditated after school fight with this kid um, because I told this class that he sings worse than Nelly Furtado, oh. <laughs> which was just a stupid improv drama thing. That because basically because I said anything about the guy, he was like, oh, a fight then. I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so I had a fight with him. Um, and then after I think we had a fight, and then it was like a week of bank, a week of school half term or something. And then um, I, I got beat up pretty bad. Like I'm, I'm just a nice guy. Yeah. So I was just like playing the role of like the, the guy in the film. Was like, oh yeah, I'll stand up to it. And as I came to the fight, I was like, I sparred with him, and he wasn't sparring with me. No. So I did like taekwondo and stuff. So like doing jazz, but stopping an inch from his face because that's how I was used to fighting in taekwondo. <laughs> And I was like, wah, 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 and he was like, boom. <laughs> um, so after a while, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go home. Um, and then two weeks later, the week later, whenever I got back to school, all my healing had completely healed. Yeah. Because um, I wasn't diabetic at the time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he challenged me to another fight because I, I wasn't deterred. I wasn't afraid of him, basically. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Um but I, he challenged me to another fight, and I, I think the way I did the around school, I said, well, apparently I'm meant to be fighting this guy. I've never accepted it. But he, we, the whole school like followed us back, and I just kept on walking home. I was like, ah, I can't be asked to fight. Pretty cowardly, but teenage kid. Yeah. Well, not really a fighting guy. And this guy, Adam, um, was like, well, all right then, you guys are here for a fight. I'll, I'll just step in. Had <laughs> <laughs> a fight with this guy. And um, yeah, broke his wrist while punching him, and then wrote a blog about it. <laughs> so like there was a brief time where like if i was however old i was it must have been 16 or 17 if you googled my name you'd come up with this blog from this kid being like oh yeah so i stepped in to fight this guy like, all right okay but, and yeah we used to order his, his idea of fun well not just his but another weird friend of mine our idea of fun was to order pizza with no cheese right <laughs> maybe this is where it all stemmed from because we would order the worst pizza we could imagine so no cheese all mushrooms please yeah and then just have that with the idea that the pizza delivery guy would give a fuck like he'd tell him be like here's your shit pizza and he'd be like here's your pizza and just go away yeah he'd be like oh yeah but we they don't, well they know, don't open it up mushroom and onion yeah <laughs> it's tomato that was our idea of fun. Fucking. Maybe they should have called us Margaret. And then you ate the most disgusting pizza in the world. <laughs> Willingly had something yeah. that I disagreed with. <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of me. It's, it's where yeah. it all began. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. For who? It'll be an experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of food, did you hear about Mars? The, oh, in the chocolate? All right. Uh, no. Salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> Mars has confirmed it's recalling some of its most popular chocolate products, citing salmonella. Hmm. Uh, the company said that the precautionary recall affects some of its galaxy milk chocolate bars, as well as minstrels and Maltesers teasers. Maltesers teasers. Maltesers teasers have got salmonella. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know how you... Oh, I've put pork in it. <laughs> Raw chicken. Raw chicken. Yeah. Oh, no. Not the Cadbury's factory. It's yeah. next to the... KFC waste disposal plant <laughs> yeah. or something. Raw chicken, uh, raw egg a long time ago. Not really anymore because they're all pasteurized. And the majority of the salmonella came from the shit on the shell of the egg. Like the literal chicken shit. <laughs> oh, chickens have shit in the chocolate again. Yeah, exactly. So what the fuck are they doing there? It seems like a weird experience. It seems like a weird thing to have occurred to accidentally have salmonella. Yeah. Like maybe... No, eggs, there could have been an argument. I don't know whether there's eggs in chocolate. Um, but if that's not really the case anymore, I doubt there's chicken in chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt there's no. chicken in... Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like the Cadbury's Chocolate Factory, which it went all Willy Wonka, didn't it? Like they've got yeah. like a thing in Birmingham, like the Cadbury's thing. Oh, yeah, but it's been bought out by... Some craft, some chicken, com- some chicken company. The, yeah, craft in the states now. None of it tastes the same, and it's all shit. Oh no, no. But I was never a chocolate guy anyway, so yeah. I don't really care. But um, yeah, I can't. I, I, I don't think there's meant to be eggs in chocolate. Chocolate's just kind of like coffee, isn't it? It's like if yeah. you take raw coffee, it's really bitter. If you take yeah. raw chocolate, it's really bitter. Yeah, you just yeah. Add milk. Add milk. You're and sugar. eating a latte. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Or a frappuccino. What is a frappuccino? Um, Has it got coffee in it? Yeah, I think that's like a latte, but it's iced coffee instead of actual coffee. Uh, so it's like... It did feel different to yeah. the pictures. I've started drinking coffee now. What? In an attempt to be real. You, you've, <laughs> <laughs> you've already got like a form of brown. Just stick with tea if you don't like coffee. You don't have to... No, I'm, you have to oh, live have a to life of pain. And, like, and yeah, I, I agree. But like, <laughs> try everything. And if you don't like it, you don't have to sit there and torture yourself with it. No, it's just the caffeine boost. Yeah. Just, I've grown... I'm completely immune to energy drinks. To the point where now I'm diabetic, so it makes me worse. <laughs> um, and tea is... I like tea, but it's not as much of a caffeine boost. And I've been so yeah. fucking... My sleeping pattern's all over the place, and I've been really lethargic recently. I was like, fuck, I'll start drinking coffee. Yeah. And it's just like, again, it's that whole, I hate this. Yeah. But it keeps me awake. <laughs> so it lets me do stuff. And there's no salmonella in it, so that's, no. always, that's always a plus. Bonus. Um, Thailand's fun. Is it? Um, yeah, especially if you're friends with, uh, with this girl. Um, it was a really long article, so I tried to sum up really quickly. Um, a Thai cam girl had an argument with an old friend after discovering that she informed police about her boyfriend's drug habits or drug dealings. Mm. So her friend grossed her boyfriend up. Right. Um, Pri which is the Thai cam girl, said she met the girl by chance about 1am on May 25th after not seeing her for over a year. So she asked her to get into the car to teach her a lesson, but they had her around in the car and she strangled her, of course. But right. then, according to police, Pri held on to a burning grudge. She got a bit pissed off after, you know, strangling her. Um, and when Warisara fought back, uh, she strangled her some more and then cut her body in half. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty extreme. Yeah. Like, the way it was phrased is like a magic trick. Like, she was just sawn in half. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is a weird story, isn't it? It's like, no, she's just abducted yeah. her friend. I wonder how they do that. They literally chopped them in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said no with her friend and then just saw her in half and left her in two like wheelie bins. <laughs> it didn't say wheelie bins, it said plastic bins, but I'm yeah. hoping they were like big enough. Yeah. <laughs> well they must have been. You would think that if she'd done that, she'd be willing to cut her into more pieces to put her into more less discreet more discreet bins. <laughs> It just—it makes me think of Austin Powers, where it's just, it's just, it's just in two bins. He's like, "I'm still alive, but I'm very badly hurt." <laughs> His feet are sticking out the other bin. Yeah, and and the thing about this article was, um, they caught her like uh, while she was clothes shopping. They're like, "Oh, you, you saw that woman half woman in half, right?" Like, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> so they took her to the police station, and she was just. She's a psychopath. She yeah. sawed a woman in half. And then went clothes shopping. <laughs> yeah. And like, she's like being, she's confessing to all of this while she's like putting on makeup and taking selfies. Jesus Christ. So she's trying to like, oh, yeah. Yeah, taking pictures with the officers and yeah. stuff like that. Fucking Christ almighty. <laughs> and, and they're like, you, you, you confess then? Oh yeah, cut her in half. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then what do you expect? She's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Oh, there was another one, wasn't there? There was, um... <laughs> which I, I think... I don't know whether this makes someone more psychopathic or less psychopathic. But um, there was a um, Republican-Democrat baseball match. Yeah, um, was that today or was that yesterday? I think it was very recently. Yeah. Um, where there was a shooting. Like, someone came out with an automatic rifle and fired 60 bullets or something like that. But yeah. before he did that, he went up to someone and said, do you reckon they're Republican or Democrats? <laughs> and then went away and shot them. <laughs> <laughs> Which implies that he was somewhat either left-leaning or right-leaning. Yeah. So then, like, he was like, if I'm going to kill a bunch of people, yeah. I want it to be Republican get it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just come here to the, you know, it's a baseball. Da, da, yeah. da, da, da. I'll wait till the third inning. You know, things start to quieten down. Everyone gets bored. Yeah. Take me out to the hospital! Cutting <laughs> <laughs> everybody down. Um, but yeah, asking about uh, political affiliation. <laughs> which is, in, which, yeah, does that make someone less psychopathic or more psychopathic? Because it gives um, a bit more meaning to, or a bit more, um, you know, motive towards murdering someone, even if it's based yeah. on stupidity. I don't think that person's necessarily a psychopath. Yeah. Um, because. 
that it wasn't like the woman. That he wasn't shying away from consequence. I don't yeah. think. Well, yeah, because there was a motive in the woman's one, wasn't there? But she's still definitely a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it sociopath where you don't care about... So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's where you just don't care Yeah. Uh, about the consequence. You don't have a moral compass at all. <laughs> well, anyone who saw someone in half, you'd question yeah. their morals. I, well, I... You wouldn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> on our, our defence. No, you, you, you would. I can't... I think I think the sociopathic thing is kind of being able to carry on doing things. Yeah. Like I can it's it's like um like like soldiers in war zones and stuff like they have to they're they're responsible for killing lots of people and like that is that is what they do. Like mm. that's their thing. But the problem comes afterwards when they get home and they have to live with that. And mm. that's where a, a lot of them go through like ridiculous amounts of trauma because of it. So I guess if you don't, then yeah, that's the kind of sociopathic side. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so Not that I'm judging just, soldiers, soldiers that don't, but like, yeah, it's just when you're just unfazed by certain things. Yeah, I think so. Sociopath is just you know. Yeah. If you watch someone get hit by a car and you don't have a flicker of emotion, yeah, that's more so. Maybe that's more sociopathic. I can't. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> I'm not imagining people getting hit by cars. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> I'm not in my car. No. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't your imagination. But yeah, speaking of political affiliation, I've decided to. <laughs> I, I don't. I didn't have a moment of clarity. I just had a moment of pain. Um, because the whole polit. I've been trying to get into politics for a while. Yeah. And I just can't. And then uh, the, all the arguments, all the discussions and debates that I've had with people, seem to be unfair. Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've got no dog in the race. Yeah. Like so, trying to my 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 perspective is that this is all kind of silly, yeah. right? Um, and this response seems to be no, you have to take it seriously. It's like, well, I, I it, but it's silly to me. Mm. So me trying, so any, uh, you don't so have to do anything. Exactly. Yeah. So trying to argue about like, I mean, I, I look at it and I see like, well. People, I can't remember whether I've spoken to you about this or I've mentioned mm. this, but maybe I do. But um, like, there are people who are super, super into politics, and like, if you're super into Labour or you're super into Conservatives, you like have a visceral hatred for the other party, or you like you feel that because not you, but mm. you know, someone, if someone's Conservative, they feel like Labour is like the enemy. Yeah, it's like oh, if they get into power, then everything the country's going to go to tot, or, yeah. whatever. And it's like I just look at you, go, you realize like you agree on pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean, there's there's different things. Like I, I, my my parents and myself vote very differently, but like there's an understanding of kind of why we do. Like, and there's no there's there's, there's no reason for any real bad blood there between us. Most people are reasonable people who vote the way they do for like personal reasons or whatever else like at the end of the day you walk past plenty of good people in the street who think completely differently to you yeah like but there are there is this attitude that if they can like this whole thing about the majority like, <laughs> this is another reason i don't want to talk about policy anymore because it gets very boring yeah. very quick but um yeah the the whole thing at the moment is that Theresa may hasn't got a majority so therefore she can't steamroll policies yes. which means that people have to discuss policies yeah which is good yeah which is good if the system is not corrupt mm. and i believe that if you're super into conservatives and you, that, therefore you hate labor you will not vote for a labor bill purely because it's labor yes which yeah. is a corrupt system so you it's just but it's, it's, it's imperfect but the, the, it like, makes sense there's no if, perfect if there's system. honesty in it yeah. yeah, there should just be more honesty in it. Yeah. And there's there are ways to improve that, I think. But, so I'm trying to rescind from politics because it seems unfair. It seems like I'm arguing with a Star Wars fan about how the new films are better than the old films. And you don't really like so Star I just, Wars. I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I like Star Wars, but yeah. not enough to try and convert somebody to anything. Um, but then again, there is Lord Buckethead. Yes. Yeah, which um, has gotten a lot of attention very recently. But he and has Elmo. Been, and Elmo, <laughs> yeah, but Lord Buckethead has been running for at least fifteen years. Yeah, I saw, way longer. <laughs> I saw a video of him in the background um, in the same constituency as he was running uh, this time, mm. except he was opposing Margaret Thatcher. 
So that's like the fucking, what, mid-80s, late-70s, yeah. something like that. He's been going for a long time. Yeah, and his manifesto in, makes in sense. The docks. <laughs> it does make sense. And for those who don't know, yeah, um, I'm going to give a brief outline of Lord Buckethead, um, who got 249 votes. Respectable. Is, yeah, which this is the kind of politics that I understand. Yeah. Right? So um, he has said, he's a good public speaker, he said, if Mrs. May cannot even defend her own social care policies just days after they're launched... How can she possibly cope against a space lord? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The intergalactic space lord assures his voters that his manifesto is a suit of policies that have been fully costed and which marries fiscal responsibility with an interest in lasers. (laughs) In short, he wants to establish new gamma schools, which... (laughs) 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 Which make sure that teachers are paid better to attract brighter graduates. They are increased facilities for children, including playing fields, and any misbehaving child will be blasted into deep space with, and his or her parents, will receive a lovely fruit basket by way of consolation or celebration. So, he... <laughs> it's tough at Gamma School. Yeah. It's not like Biker Grove. You can't go to Biker Grove and then go on to host Britain's Got Talent. No. You get blasted into space. <laughs> So some of his policies are the abolition of the lords, except for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No third runway to be built at Heathrow, because where we're going, we don't need roads. Mm -hmm. Um, Nuclear weapons, a firm public commitment to build the £100 billion renewal of the Trident weapons system, followed by an equally firm private commitment not to build it, because they're (laughs) secret submarines and no one's going to know. It's a (laughs) win-win. Um, a moratorium until 2022 on whether Birmingham should be converted into a starbase. Uh, <laughs> Katie Hopkins to be banished into the Phantom Zone. You don't want Katie Hopkins in the Phantom Zone. Um, and stop selling arms to Saudi Arabia, but start buying lasers from Lord Buckethead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my firm belief that politics is silly. Yeah. Is just embodied by Lord Buckethead. But he's not silly. He's deadly serious. Yeah. But that's the kind of attitude I believe is more beneficial towards the attitude towards politics. The best thing about him is the fact that he gets his name read out. And that sounds really stupid, but it's like... Uh, so so along that lineup, they're reading out the names and it'll be like... May, Teresa, 13,000, blah, 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 blah. Buckethead, Lord. <laughs> 249 image like he's lapped it all the way up <laughs> yes it's like a proper awesome suit and it's, it's just it's, it's just on stage and you're like this is the prime minister and this is lord buckethead right? <laughs> <laughs> like, he just got some fame in america now yeah because um, john oliver flew him out for his show oh did he because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it is awesome yeah it is pretty incredible and john oliver like oh yeah he just wanted to uh remind the world that England is still like quite a funny place. Yeah. One of the MPs was was head to head up against a fish finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Elmo, as you said, yeah. just, and there's always been piss take part. There, like literally I think it was a political party called the Piss Take Party. Yeah. Well the, the Monster Raven of... Looney Party have been around for fucking oh, yeah, yeah. God knows how long. Yeah, but they haven't they don't seem to have the same charisma that a no. bucket has. <laughs> no. <laughs> international space law. <laughs> 249 votes like it it's it just it completely reaches out to me to be like i, I can't get involved in politics but i would campaign for lord bucket yeah <laughs> just, just be, yeah but yeah yeah because because i cannot take it seriously and i've tried to take it seriously but because i cannot i think it's just like oh, i'll just, I'll just <laughs> I'll just become an international space lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of fi- uh, fish fingers, uh, one in five children think that fish fingers are made of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, there's some other stats. Oh yeah, our education system doesn't need any more money. Like- <laughs> <laughs> education system. I don't think there's a class in school that says, by the way... Fish fingers are made from fish. Yeah, I but it's your be... parents no. that go, here's your fish fingers. It's not chicken. <laughs> I don't think any of that responsibility lies with teachers. What, dumb kids? 
there's dumb kids, and then there's if there's, you can't teach kids everything at school. There has to be some parental responsibility. <laughs> if your kid can't walk, it's not your school's fault. No. <laughs> but so yeah, you can't teach kids what what isn't is isn't fish. A bunch of underpaid, disinterested teachers when the kids are like, "Are these made of chicken?" They're just like, "Sure, yeah." I don't think that's why. <laughs> Where, where you see disinterested teachers, I see just terrible parents <laughs> who only give them like oven baked food anyway. Yeah, no, there is. And then that. they're just like, oh, yeah, fish fingers. Is it chicken? Whatever. Just shut the fuck up. I'm trying to have an affair. Watch CBBS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just over one in five of infants um, and 13% of an older primary group also believe that pasta comes from animals. <laughs> Giving birth to tortellini. For fuck's sake. Around one in ten of 11 to 14 year olds and 14 to 16 year olds thought that tomatoes grow underground. 14 to 16 year olds. <laughs> yeah, but again, these are probably people who don't grow tomatoes. I did a. I, did I a, guess, yeah, the, like there is a big disparity between like urban kids and uh, like city kids as to. How crops work and everything like that. Yeah, well, I've heard that, but how crops work, as in tomatoes do grow underground in the city, or just an, no, a, no, a, no, no, a lack no, of knowledge the, the, the knowledge of it. Yeah, because I did a, I did a, um, a Duke of Edinburgh. I started a Duke of Edinburgh award a while ago um, for for a job, and we're walking around a field, and the guy was like, the guide was saying, like, right, everyone's seen a cow before, right? Like everyone has seen one because we've had some people freak the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so hard to believe yeah. that no one's ever seen a cow <laughs> and would therefore be terrified by a cow. Like, they can be quite worrisome creatures because, like, there are people who've nearly been killed by cows on several occasions. They, yeah, in groups, they, they, they can be dangerous for, for the majority of the time. They're just completely... Cows, harmless, yeah, <laughs> cows. But um, but yeah, it's the idea that you've never seen you've never seen a cow, because this whole thing about urban living, there's a difference between the urban city living life and never leaving the city. Mm. Like that's that's a whole different thing in my because you can live in the city and still go to Wales yeah. if you want, or like go out and into the more suburbs of London or whatever where there are cows. Yeah, or to a well, there's no cows in a zoo, is there? Maybe that's the solution. <laughs> Put cows in a zoo. Yeah, there's no cows in zoos. They're not exotic enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just You're tell boring, them, cow. Tell them you go into a zoo and take them to a farm. So much cheaper. <laughs> like, they've only got like four animals, but like if they've never seen them before, you will be somewhat fascinated. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Cows are regularly around within yeah. a 20-minute drive of, of most cities. Yeah. Just, I'll just go out of the city for a little bit. Um but yeah, if the, if the people were terrified of cows, they probably didn't know how much light the tomato needed. Um, 73% of five to seven-year-olds and 92% of eight-year-olds knew that fish fingers were actually made from haddock or cod, but 80% of younger people thought they were made along with chicken, along with 6% of 11-year-olds thought they were made of chicken. So yeah, just, they've ne- they must have never, it doesn't even taste no. like chicken. Yeah. So either they've only ever had fish. Well, everything tastes like chicken. Well, they've never had chicken. Chicken tastes babies. like chicken. Fish tastes like chicken. Babies taste like chicken. Yeah. It was good old Eddie Izzard bit there. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> cannibals say that humans taste like chicken, so babies <laughs> must taste like chicken. <laughs> but you can't say taste like babies. Um, 11% of 11 to 14 and 14 to 16 year olds. So why not just say 11 to 16 year olds? Mm. Um, thought that fruit pastels count towards their five a day. well 27 percent of the group um thought that strawberry jam was included as part of their daily fruit and veg see but that's more believable to me than the the, than the um the fish chicken thing Uh, i don't uh, mean believable as in i believe that that's i agree with you with strawberry jam but not with fruit pastels yeah no but there's a strawberry jam you go like it's it's got strawberries in it like, it's yeah. got a buttload of sugar in it, but it does have strawberries in it. Yeah. But yeah, they must just think that it is. If you if a child looked at strawberry jam, they would just kind of assume it was just mushed up strawberries and that was all it was. Yeah. So you can kind of go, that's a fruit or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, 
you think the syllabus should be more fish finger oriented. <laughs> Uh, it's not. It's, it's just one of those stupid little things. It's like, um, what was it? <laughs> the fact that I know this at the moment has no reflection on my own self. I just want to put that forward because I've been single for a very long time. Right. But flaccid is actually pronounced flaccid, apparently. What? Or flaccid. What? So it's one of those things where like, oh, yeah, you know. It's a, maybe it's a joke I saw on a comedy show. That's a bit but, QI for you, isn't it? Well, it was, I started watching Silicon Valley. I love Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's a joke in there. Was it? Yeah, I just, I just hate that culture. Oh, so much. I fucking look. What's wrong with Silicon Valley? There's nothing wrong with Silicon Valley. <laughs> it's just the environment that it is within. Right. It's the whole. It's not Big Bang. It's better than Big Bang. Yeah. But it's the whole nerd worship. No, I mean no, no, no. I want to differentiate. That Silicon Valley is better than a lot of. Shows. Yes, please do. Yeah, it's it, it is better. Um. The first season I was a little bit about, but I'm aware that it's kind. It's just the, um, it's the coding culture. Yeah, I just don't. I can't. I was bra- like I was raised with an expectation to go into it, and mm. I re- I r- rallied against it my entire life, and then I surrendered to it. Yeah, but nobody's watching <laughs> this thing, being like, "Wow, these guys are cool." They are. There are really the same way that they do with the Big Bang Theory, isn't it? I've never watched The Big Bang Theory. Well, then people wow, like The Big cool. Bang Theory and they get boy, they get crushes on the on the cast. So the whole thing is like, oh, this really socially awkward person managed to get this really fit, normal girl. Oh, d- yeah. The kind but of thing. The kind of that's that itself is a load of bollocks anyway, because like mm. you can have that crush or whatever. Essentially, you're just falling in love with something that doesn't fucking exist. And if it, if you stumbled across that situation in real life, you would be completely. It would, it would affect you completely differently mm. if you're not used to falling in love with that kind of person or being with that kind of person you wouldn't go with them in real life you're just you're just fantasizing about someone on tv because yeah. you hate your life or whatever yeah yeah no i agree i, I think that um the the thing with nerd culture kind of becoming more into, the, I, more I, into I, the also these people that say they fucking love nerds or they are nerds yeah, or exactly. whatever Fuck you. Putting that's on the, a pair of glasses does not make you a nerd. And that's and, the thing. That's the thing that, that grates now, me. now, liking, liking video games doesn't make you a nerd. And mm. to be honest, as, as, as long as I've been alive, I don't think it ever has. I don't think video games in the past 20 years have ever been considered nerdy. Like, mainstream stuff. Mm. Like, when... Because fucking everybody... Every man and his dog has gone home and played fucking Halo or whatever. Mm. It's never been considered a nerd culture thing. Like, the way you obsess over these things... That's that's where the nerd part comes in. So if you go to fucking conventions about the game that you like or whatever, then I, I think we've had this conversation before. It's like it's the it's the difference between nerd and geek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, the, pe- pe- people's the mainstream idea of what a nerd or whatever yeah. is is fucking stupid. Yeah, and I think that the reason that, that has come in is because people have tried to cash. Like Big Bang Theory is the example of they people have tried to cash in on that market. Yeah, to kind of make people who are socially awkward, relate to the socially awkward characters in there, yeah. and then just put a dumb blonde in it. Yeah. To just be like, oh, all exactly. women can relate to this dumb blonde. Yeah. And all awkward men can... And then, oh, you know what? We're not so different, you and I. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just it's disgusting. Big Bang Theory, the, the, the show where nothing has happened for 10 fucking years. Like, it's mm. just... It's it's just long words, well, and like when I, when it came out, forever. it was like I was like I I watched quite a few seasons of it. I was like, yeah, you yeah, can get behind this. And I got to like season five, and I was like, nothing's fucking happened. No one's progressed. Nothing has changed. Nothing's going anywhere. You're just still sitting around like fucking saying long words and doing your shtick and picking on this guy with autism. Like it, it's it's fucking weird. I do not it, I I do there not was, get why people like it. There was um um. Uh... Vince Gilligan quote saying the guy who made Breaking Bad who um, said that that's a format used by all sitcoms so that it has an infinite timeline so mm. like Friends nothing really happens at all no like oh there's relationships here and there and oh they kind of go but then let's revert back to the old ones so they break up mm. and then oh we'll go back and up and down and up and down and up and down and it just ended because the cast was being paid too much yeah so it's just it's just the format of a show but the thing with Big Bang Theory was it was just one fucking joke forever yeah I just couldn't I, it was the laziest form of joke writing I've ever like it's just 
Yeah, it's just I'll just say something that sounds geeky. Yeah, and that's all. That's the whole joke. And people will find How it funny because that? they can't relate. Because they'll just put some canned laughter on it. Yeah. Like, oh, isn't he weird? Why doesn't he say grams instead of manograms or whatever? Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't want to get into too much of a rant of that. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, yeah. Have you got any uh, stories for this? <laughs> Motherfucker. Intergalactic space law. <laughs> Your head. vote counts. Vote for the intergalactic space law. <laughs> um, this is a this is a quick one. So there's a Republican lawmaker called Mike Moon uh, in, <laughs> in Missouri, um, and he's posted a video online to rally support. While he's preparing to go into uh, into a, like a local government session to uh, regarding abortion, he's like very anti-abortion. Mm. Um, and uh, anyway, th- this is a transcript from the from a video that he posted to kind of like try and rally support be- behind his cause and everything. Okay, um, when the governor called for the second special session this year, I was right in the middle of my summer job. But like any good career politician, when I get the call, and then he uh, turns away, like breaks from camera to behead a chicken. Uh, (laughs) I'm going back to work. God gave us man dominion over life. He allows us to raise animals properly and care for them and then process them for food so we can sustain life. And that's what I'm doing here with this chicken. So we've been called back to this special session for the primary purpose of supporting life, protecting the unborn specifically. I think that we need to get to the heart of the matter. And at that point, he pulls out the chicken's heart. (laughs) So today I'm filing a bill that would lead us to stop the stopping of abortion at the state of Missouri, and I hope that you'll support it. Those are some big stage directions. Yeah. <laughs> Beheads chicken. How many like, takes? <laughs> Just, I mean, I guess the one. Oh, pulled out its liver. <laughs> Roll again. It's just, a, it's an odd stance. It's like, you're going to tell us how much you care about life by taking life mm. on camera. Like, in very graphic fashion. I've ne- I, also, I've never seen a politician behead a chicken. I think that was a first. <laughs> you got my vote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it was great. I mean, that's the, yeah, that's the end of the transcript. It just struck me as kind of strange, a, a, a strange way to kind of home. yeah, strange way to kind of rally support. Like, are you hoping to get the, just the chicken farmers on your side? In which case, why are they going to be so anti-abortion when they make most of their money selling eggs? <laughs> They've lost the chicken vote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that's Mike Moon. I think I'm going to follow him up because he sounds like a really interesting guy. (laughs) (laughs) What else will he decapitate? (laughs) For political policy. Yeah. I quit. I I leave my summer job to go back to work as a politician. Like his summer job is just... So he spends the whole time killing chickens and then... And then goes off to fight killing babies. <laughs> I guess <laughs> he's a busy guy. Yeah, but well, there's politics. That was in America, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think as much as I detest politics, I think there is a big difference between politics in the UK and politics in America. Huge. In in America, it's very. It's almost showbiz. No, but even just in terms of public opinion and and things that are debated, like. Abortion's not an issue for us at all. No, like, not it's unless never you're... an issue. The only weird it one is in Ireland, but not really over here. Yeah, but not as like a yeah, not in the not in England, not really in Scotland, and not really in Wales. Yeah, it's only really a religious thing in Ireland. Um, but everything else we tend to agree on, apart from fox hunting. Fox hunting's any weird one. Yeah, where it's like, oh, the country is divided. Yeah, and for some reason, but then when the fucking DUP started coming more centre stage, like well, it was so weird for me because the policies are so ridiculous to us. Yeah, but their policies are like some major American political policies. Yeah, yeah, like the policies, like oh, they don't believe in abortion. It's like we're like that's ridiculously stupid, and in America, it's like yep, it's a real thing. Well, there's like a real climate of people getting protesting abortion and all that kind of thing. They don't like climate. They don't believe in climate change. No. And we're looking like you people are insane. And America yeah. is like, well, 50% of us agree with this. You know, they, they yeah. don't believe in homosexuality. They don't believe, all these insane things. That's because it's, like, it's refreshing to know that 
it's only these this small segment of what the world see, the country sees as crazy yeah. is like that's the crazy side of idiot we don't, we don't want anything to do with that yeah. in america it's an everyday thing but you can trace all of those weird idiosyncrasies down to the fact that our politics don't involve religion and american politics do like the anti-abortion anti-gays uh, even anti-climate change to a point um, it's it's very much a, a religious right issue that, that that they're that they're kind of against these things, which is why the DUP is so against them because they're uh, they're a very a, a far right religious party, and that's why it seems so fucking alien to us because we don't really have any highly religious parties in politics. So the issues, those issues aren't pushed. We're not really that, generally very religious as a nation. Is that not just because our attitude towards religion, not bec- not that we're excluding religion from politics? Uh, I mean, I, d- I don't think... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it is because essentially you've... you've it's, it, there are it's politicians with religious agendas. I mean, the, the, the fact UK that you've politics. never had anyone in the White House who hasn't said, no, I don't believe in God. And like, and that's not. An has accident. there been that in the UK? Yeah, like the, yeah. they've been. Yeah, I, we, I don't know. I don't, yeah, we've 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 had. There's we've, been people who have denied the existence of God. We've, who have been successfully elected into power. Not necessarily outright, but they're not yeah. expected to swear in under God, and by yeah. God, and yeah, and, there's that difference in culture of yeah. America's just nationalistic. Yeah, yeah. One nation. I mean, there, there was always this. There was always this big conspiracy, or whatever. It might not be a conspiracy that that Obama was an atheist. And it's like, but why does that even fucking matter? Like, it, it doesn't. It, sh- it shouldn't matter at all. But yeah, I think I think it's. I'd be surprised if in the UK there were outwardly God deniers or God deniers atheists. Who, openly aggressive atheist because it, again it's like the well, you the, don't the have people... to be openly aggressive about it but just but the, the that but that's what obama was right obama was not openly aggressive about atheism no. because it was a conspiracy theory but he could have just come out and said you know i don't believe in god but then the assumption was that he wouldn't have gotten the vote yes yeah and i think that's true in the uk but i don't know what i'm basing it on yeah i just think that well all politicians have been like voted in have had like families and you know, we we have two kids, and my wife is a good person, and we're a Christian family, and mm. you know, this is what we stand for. We believe in Christian values, and yeah. blah 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 blah. So I think I I I my understanding of it is this is all as I'm not talking about politics anymore. <laughs> um, this is like is that um, I think that there is a relationship between religion and politics in the UK, just as there is in America. I think we just don't treat... I think we've just been... We disconnect ourselves in, intellectually away from it. Like, they they legalised gay marriage in Scotland mm. recently. Um, now, that doesn't... And they, they legalised it, which means that the uh, churches don't have to do it. But yeah. they are now legally allowed to do it, which seems yeah. weird. Yeah. That it would have been illegal to marry same-sex people in a country. Yeah. That implies yeah. some kind of religious ties to government. To yeah. Yeah. But I think it's our attitude towards religion is just like that's you're allowed to have your views, but we believe that you should have, be able to have a safe abortion. Yeah, you know that's, that's I the think. I think that's the more reasonable. I, th- I think it's the difference in that. Yeah, there are plenty of religious people still in the UK, like not nearly as high as it was like fifty, sixty years yeah. ago or whatever. Um, but um, there is uh, th- there is a definite separation of church and state, which is what there's meant to be in the states so it's like a big deal about it making the constitution or anything when really it's a big fucking lie like if you go if, you, if you're an outright atheist and even if you don't preach about it if mm. that goes out you just will not get in yeah. to, into the house so they don't have that same separation of ideologies like it just doesn't it's it, yeah it does they use religion to get votes yes yeah. definitely yeah 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 anyway um yeah yeah the dup is insane in the uk but in America, it's common practice. Yeah, that that kind of thing is like, yeah, we've we've got Republicans. This well, is what yeah. Republicans are. <laughs> well, I'm just weird, man. Like Sinn Fein is still a political party. Like yeah. Sinn Fein is a terrorist organization that America directly funded to bomb England for years and years and years and years. And it's like everyone's like, yeah, it's fine. I don't know enough about Sinn Fein, but like Sinn Fein's D- the but IRA. DUP are the same. DUP have like very direct yeah. links to terrorists, and like still, like the 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 woman that leads the DUP. Was the was the daughter of a, um, a, an arms dealer that supplied weapons to the terrorists of Ireland, and like mm. it's like yeah no it's it's fine, and like she had direct involvement herself as well, and it's like mm. no no it's fine, it's just it's 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 weird the kind of things that that just kind of just get swept under the rug. 
Well, or just kind of and in just Ireland, not believed. Yeah. It's like Sinn Féin would literally go to the Republican Party or whatever in America, like a big trade show, raise loads of money from America, Irish-American citizens, and then use that to build car bombs to kill innocent people. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, but can you stop doing that? Please? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's like, it's still fucking going. Yeah. And now like, the, the whole Jeremy Corbyn smear campaign was, oh, you used to deal with Sinn Féin. Mm. It's like, well, yeah, because you had to deal with them. But yeah. why is everyone still dealing with them now is more the question, you know. Whether... Yeah, that's it. It's like, well, I hated that because everybody shat on him for that. And it was just like, well, he's trying to have a discussion because at the end of the day, we've been we've been bombing the Middle East for fucking 20 years now. And that doesn't seem to have worked. Mm. So, like, maybe his way did work. And if you look at it, it did because fucking Sinn Féin aren't bombing people anymore. <laughs> they still exist, whatever, but they're not killing everybody. Like, uh, I don't, I don't well, know. It's just the whole smear campaign thing was just weird. So anything they picked apart, apparently they spent a couple of million on a smear campaign. Yeah. Out of, like, yeah. their funds and whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. I think it, it worked out as a, a 120 million pounds. Fucking hell. I thought it was, like, one. <laughs> so it would have been a bit, a bit more. 120 million pounds spent on trying to criminalise... A, well, a political figure in the eyes of the public. Not necessarily. It was £120 million spent on the campaign. But then you oh. look at the campaign itself and it's like, yeah, the majority of their campaign was just smearing the opposition. It wasn't... Because she didn't... There was no debate. There was barely any rallies. Yeah. There was there was fucking nothing. Any, yeah, yeah. Going into all this shit. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, passengers on an EasyJet flight were horrified when the pilot asked them to vote on whether to take off. As there was... <laughs> deal or no deal yeah. should we bank to the left to avoid the mountain or should we <laughs> yeah. just nosedive as there was only a 50 50 chance of both engines working <laughs> <laughs> look i'm wanting to roll the dice i'm going for a really messy divorce yeah life insurance would pay out it'd be fine do you want to <laughs> Uh, the stunned holidaymakers were on the tarmac at Malaga Airport in Spain uh, when the pilot asked them whether they want whether or not they wanted to take off. The requests, uh, which came after the flight had already been delayed for forty hours, left one exhausted passenger so traumatized that he threw up. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a or B? <laughs> He's really indecisive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Still at the boarding gate, the pilot came out. Still at the boarding gate, the pilot came out of the cockpit to explain the situation and asked for a show of hands. Um, <laughs> the passengers eventually flew back on a replacement aircraft on Saturday. Passenger Terry Hill said there were about twelve people that wanted to stay on, but the rest of us thought maybe we should get off. <laughs> like twelve people, just like yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> yeah. I've was... seen Lost. It looks pretty <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. It's only a, it's only a three hour flight. We could do three hours on one engine, right? I know how planes work. <laughs> I've got some balloons with me. I don't know if that would help. <laughs> yeah, let's up this shit. <laughs> uh, a man from Bath in Somerset, who asked not to be named, was appointed as the spokesperson for the 150-odd passengers above aboard the flight. He said the pilot himself said he'd never heard or done anything like this in his 37 years of flying. He gave us the option, asked us what asked us what we should do, and then he asked for a show of hands. Uh, there were some who just wanted to try it. Um, they wanted to get home, but most didn't. Uh, there were girls hyperventilating, lots of people were panicking. and there were... Just the idea. Just the, 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 Nothing's happened. Yeah. What, now, hang on, are they in the air at this point? No, 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 no. They're, 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 they're on the runway. They're on the tarmac. Oh, so I thought when they said like they turned back, they, they came back on a separate plane. I thought like they were... Oh, no, they, yeah, they, they changed planes. They haven't planes. even taken off yet, and they're like... You know, do you guys want to go on holiday or not? <laughs> Hyperventilating. <laughs> on the way home. At the very idea like, of... They've been on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> they should be relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> They're all stressed. Apparently they've been waiting for 40 hours. 40 uh, hours. For, it's, it's, a, it's a delay of 40 hours. Not they've been sitting on the plane for 40 hours, yeah. but like delayed for 40 <clears throat> hours. And like, I can understand that being incredibly frustrating. It's not quite enough 
to push me to the to joining the twelve people who are just like, yeah, let's fucking risk this shit because it's a fifty fifty chance of death. <laughs> yes. It's not of like, oh, the plane's going to be a bit loud. Yeah, you're not just going to go round wheels. and round in circles when it fails. <laughs> you're going to fall die. to a fiery death. <laughs> and the fact that the airline even was even just like, just ask them if they say yeah, then you know, Pilot's public like fuck off. Yeah, liability. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, there were girls hyperventilating, lo- hyperventilating, lots of people panicking, and there were elderly people and lots of children. The worst thing, the worst thing is that we had to wait another hour before they let us off the plane. That was the worst <laughs> thing? Worst <laughs> thing. Of my odds of dying going from 50-50 to 0.5 yeah. is we had to wait an hour to continue living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have just gone up. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to sit here for an hour. Uh, yeah, that's yeah that, that that that's the end of that. I do I've I've got one from the Independent, but to be honest, it just gets, makes me fucking angry, and I'm I'm not going to read it out. But essentially, they're banning the word genius because they think it's sexist. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because you have to work in an Apple store? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because it's just because it's apparently had a long history of being associated with men. So if you put if you. Like, it, 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 they're, they're banning the word genius. Um, For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at PullingTeeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.